Welcome, sports fans, to the 11th episode of You Bet. It's the special Thursday edition, August 4th, 2022. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. So this week, we're going to recap last week's picks, pick some new baseball games for you, and then on to more of our football predictions. We're going to be looking at the NFC North and South today. Last episode, we covered NFC East and West. Uh, Today, we'll conclude our review of all of the predictions for NFL. So go back and check out our previous episodes to hear more about the AFC as well. So who do we have with us today? Let's go around the horn. We have the man with the plan, Mike. What's up, everybody? We have our brother from another mother, Dave. Happy Friday Eve, everybody. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Jeff, hopefully here to learn something. So the first thing I want to learn, Mike, is mm-hmm. how did you do last week with your picks? I made a little bit of money. Uh, yes. I went two and one, so I guess we can't complain about that. Uh, I took uh, the Braves at minus 210 over the Diamondbacks, and they won uh, five to two. I uh, took the Dodgers over the Rockies at minus 220, and they won 5-4. to four. And then I got the Sausage King of Chicago beat me. I picked the Giants <laughs> to beat the Cubs, but they lost 4-2. to two. So 2-1, two and one, made a little profit, which is always a good day. Yes, and to recap from last week, being positive is positive. <laughs> So, uh, good job, Mike. Way to bring in the money. Dave, yes. were you successful last week? I was 2-1. and one. Uh, So, in the wins and losses column, that's good. Uh, the only problem is that the uh, Garrett Cole and New York Yankees were minus 365. So, if you're looking at a per-unit basis, I lost. Just because they decided to give up five runs in the top of the fifth, they were winning three to nothing. And then shit the bet in the top of the fifth. And then they, you know, in typical Yankees fashion, uh, the judge hits a grand slam and they end up crushing the crap out of them. So thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I stayed away from the Yankees and the Blue Jays last week because of those big lines. But uh, I actually beat both you bitches. I was uh, three and <laughs> I, I was three, three and one last week. Uh, the only one I lost here was the Orioles and Reds. I took the over eight and a half. I thought their pitching was so bad that it was an easy uh, an easy over. But I forgot their hitting was bad, too. So uh, they actually only brought in six runs. So I lost that one. I did win with uh, the Brewers. First bet on the Brewers in probably forever, at least a very long time. They ended up being the Red Sox four to one easy win. Then I took the over for I'm sorry, I took the under for the Dodgers and Rockies, which uh, came in at nine. The under was 11 and a half. So that was a pretty easy pick there. Um, and then also I took the Rangers at the Angels. They were underdogs. The Rangers won it uh, seven to two. So I love the underdog win there for last week, bringing me three to one. Uh, yeah, in your faces. So good. That, that turned out turned out well. So uh, luckily for us, we get to do this again because there's yes. going to be more baseball taking place. So Mike, what are you seeing out there that you'd like to, uh, you know, put a little wager on? A uh, lot of big spreads today. Um, and the matchups, it's kind of hard to avoid them just because they look very nice. Um, first one I took is our uh, businessman special. Uh, Starting at 9.15 or 9.35 a.m. I'm sorry, 12.35 p.m. in the East and the regular time zones. Uh, I got the Brewers uh, minus 250 
they've got Woodruff pitching nine and three, three four, with a three five five ERA. Going against someone who's got eight losses and a five ERA against Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is not very good, and the Brewers are pretty good. So feel very confident about that game. Uh, second game I picked, uh, I wanted to avoid this game, but I could not. Um, Dodgers have beaten the Giants, I think, seven straight games. They're going for a sweep today, and they got Kershaw going. And I'm just like, oh, man, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers right now. Uh, and Kershaw all at the same time. So I reluctantly pick the Dodgers at minus 210. I couldn't avoid it because uh, you never really want to bet against Kershaw. Finally, I have a slight, I, I don't even think it's an underdog. I think it's an even pick. I'm going to take the Oakland Athletics over the Angels because somehow the Angels are favored in a game and they are just not good at all. And anytime I can I can get pretty much even money betting against the Angels, I'm going to take it. So they I gotta, got a guy named Junk on the mound. I mean, come on. That's why they're favored. That's why the money's going there, Rob, because that's the best name for a pitcher I've seen in a I while. Know. I don't know what his first name is. It just says Jay. I'm not even going to look it up because I don't want to see his it junk. It doesn't matter. Jansen. 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 Jansen Junk. Wow, he never got picked on as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey baby how you doing hey what's your name junk <laughs> oh god sure what's is. your first name jansen where's you going where you going <laughs> so yes i'm gonna bet against the junk junk's throwing some junk on the mound all right so cool i i that's that's great that's, that's your three mike that is my three excellent excellent and one of those games starts here very soon here uh, it's going to be the 12.35, and you said regular time zone, so I'm still checking on what that is, but I think you mean Eastern time zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. roughly. Okay, cool. Cool. Dave, what do you think about those games? Actually, I like the Brewers, too, with the Woodruff, um, so we're, I'm going to copy Mike on that one. Uh, I am going to take the Dodgers game, but I'm going in a different direction here. I'm actually taking the Dodgers under. Uh, you got Kirsch and Junis uh, on the mounds. I think it's going to be a um, it's going to be a tight game, so under eight. Um I got the Braves and Mets under. They got two aces on the mound here today, two battling it out uh, with Wright and Carrasco. They're 13 and four and 11 and four uh, respectively. So uh, a lot of innings between those two. So I like the under with those guys. And then I think this is probably the the easiest pick out of all of them right now is uh, we got Boston later on tonight at eight o'clock. They're playing the Royals. Uh, Pavetta on the mound. He does have a 4.447 ERA. Bubik gets zero uh, run support for the Royals. He's got 5.45 ERA, but he is two and six. Kansas City is dropping and dropping, Can, uh, and the Red Sox need to start winning a little bit more. Uh, they're 53 and 53. So those are my four picks for this week. Not to uh, get technical on you, Dave, I have uh, Pavetta's ERA at 4.48, not 4.47. Don't know if that's going to sway you or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm not putting the bet in. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, good. Thanks, Dave. That's good. Um, I I looked at the games, uh, the Brewers and the Dodgers game both, and I think both of them are traps. So good luck. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I didn't. I did not like it. Brewers. Uh, I mean. I know the money's going that way. I just, I just didn't like it. I, I, I wanted it. I wanted to take the Brewers as well, but I, 
after them, you know, coming off their losses and uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with the Brewers. So with that uncertainty, I decided to stay away from it. And the Dodgers Giants I think it's a great game to watch. I just don't know how that's going to fall. Dave, I like your underpick. That's where I was most likely going, but I pulled away from that too. Just, I don't know. I still don't know a lot about those games. So good luck guys. I went in a different direction on, on a couple of these. Um, I like the athletics and angels. I like the, the under there under eight and a half. Uh, their batting averages are terrible. If you look at their stats, uh, collectively, they both are bad at actually hitting the ball, which is a very important part of the game. Um, I really just kind of got stuck with uh, junk on the mound. I just really liked it. Uh, <laughs> it just he's actually he actually does his first his first appearance uh, at, uh, on the mound. He did a very good job, and I think he's gonna uh, he's gonna continue. Um, regardless of his name, I think he's going to be a decent pitcher. He's going to keep uh, hits down. And the last time they played together, uh, they it was a three to one game. So I do think it's going to be low scoring again. So the under eight and a half seems like a pretty good pick. Then I like my Blue Jays over Twins. I know this is a um, uh, probably some people probably consider this a pretty tight game. But when I looked at it and I looked at the numbers of how how it comes together, I don't think so. I think that Blue Jays have an advantage here, especially at uh, minus one twenty five. At uh, at the Twins, I think this is a good a good discount pick. Uh, the Twins are number one in the AL Central, but have been declining, and and the Blue Jays are number two in the AL East. But the AL East is much different than Central, and the Blue Jays have uh, more wins. I think they're they're a better team. If you look at their stats in almost all categories, they are better, and they have the number one batting average for those who care about such things. The uh, Blue Jays have number one batting average uh, in, in the league right now. And with uh, Minoa on the on the mound, I, I think they're going to squeak out a win here against the Twins, and I think the Twins are going to continue to decline. Last pick, parlay alert. Parlay alert. Get ready. Uh, I like the Red Sox game, Dave. You liked it too. I, I like it as well. Uh, Red Sox and Royals, I think they're going to uh, handily win, and I also like the over, over eight and a half. Their last game they played together was uh, was, uh, 15 to one in Red Sox favor. I think they're going to continue to win, continue to put up big scores. And for those who like stats, the Red Sox, actually for both Red Sox and Royals respectively here, hits allowed are their 22nd and 27th in the league and runs allowed 23rd and 27th in the league. So that means they're going to give up a lot of hits and give up a lot of runs uh, supporting my my over pick here. So uh, they're both coming off losing streaks. So they're both going to be coming in here pretty strong to try to pull out a win. I like the parlay. Red Sox and the over. Red Sox at minus 135 right now and the over 8.5. It looks like it may have moved, but I'm locking it in at 8.5. What uh, ERA do you have Pavetta at? Uh, Pavetta, I am at 4.48. Ah, see. Okay, good. I feel better now. Yes, yes. I and still I think- have that 4.47. Screw you guys. all right so those are our picks for today which is august for thursday special fantastic so good luck to everybody with those picks and i hope we continue our winning streak um and one of these days i think as a collective group here we need to go back and revisit some of our, our history i did so yesterday and realized since june just to brag real quick, I only had one losing week. Oh wow! That's it. Just one. Just one losing week. I had. I had a push, a, lo- a loss. The rest have been wins. So, yeah, yeah. Mike, how about you? <laughs> I, I I know I had a couple of bad weeks in there, but I, but <laughs> but the last three have all been positive. So I consider that a winning streak. <laughs> and I'm going to 
continue that trend. Good. We, we hope so. And we hope we all of our listeners get the benefit from our insights on these picks as well. Yes. So let's get on to what is rapidly coming, which is football. And we're all excited for football season. We have been reviewing the predictions for the, the divisions uh, for the last couple of weeks. And we are now wrapping that up with our analysis, if you can loosely call it that, on uh, the NFC North and NFC South. So in uh, you know, the, the tradition of what we've done before, we'll go around the horn and talk about these, Dave. Where Let's start with the North, right? Because why not? And, and the Bears. Uh, what do you think they're going to do this year? I uh, got the over-under is six and a half. Um, I love Justin Fields. I just don't love anything else that's around him. Tossing the fact that they have a brand new coach, brand new GM, brand new offensive coordinator, brand new defensive coordinator. It's the first time Luke Getze will be coordinating NFL office in his career. Hmm. Under six and a half. Um, I have him winning maybe five, maybe six games, but all those combinations right there, uh, they're going to be putting in a new offense. I think that'll help out Justin Fields quite a bit, but with that, um, I'm sorry, they're under six and a half. Excellent. Dave, uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I think I have to echo Dave's thoughts there. Um, I had them with only three guaranteed wins. I had them beating the Texans, the Lions, and the Jets. And then I have them losing twice to... Oh, I can't even read my writing. Uh, the Packers, the Vikings, um, Patriots, Cowboys. I have them actually losing to the Falcons, even. Uh, I just don't think they're that good. Um, they got to play the Bills. They got to play the Eagles. They they got to play the Dolphins. They've got a tougher schedule, and they're not a very good team. They also play the 49ers. They're going to be pretty good, but not that good. So uh, I got them under six and a half as well. I, I see them winning like maybe four to five games. So I think it'll be a solid under. Won't even be sweating it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you guys. I went with both of you. I think we're unanimous that yeah, six and a half is is generous. So I think the under is, is strong. Uh, I like Justin Fields. You know, from Ohio State fame, he he was only two two and eight last year when he when he started. Overall, the Bears were six uh, for eleven last year. I think they're gonna be even worse this year. Their defense may have improved a little bit, but offensively, they did not. I don't think make make much of a move. I don't think they win six. I think they only win five. So I think this is a solid underpick. And just because I think this is hilarious is that their new coach is Matt. Eberfluss, and they also brought on someone new to the squad named Equimania St. Brown. And I think they're recruiting from Hogwarts now, so that's fantastic <laughs> to bring these people into the league. Uh, Eberfluss and Equimenius. Come on, man. This is awesome work, uh, but I'll uh, keep an eye on those guys because we like good names, but I do think they're, <laughs> the Bears are under regardless of where they went to high school. And Swish and Flick. Swish and flick. <laughs> <laughs> so we all agree that the Bears look like a solid under at six and a half this year, uh, regardless of Justin Fields. So good. Dave, back to you on Lions. I'm at six and a half. What do you think? Um, they continue to have the losing culture. Um, their they're total rebuild. Total. I, I just, who's their quarterback? Anybody know? Geoff or Joff? Goff? Yeah. Jared Goff. Okay. Goff. Goff. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Um, 
they're it's just I have them maybe winning four games. I think the losing culture continues there. I think they have an extremely difficult schedule. Um, I'm going to put them under the six and a half uh, easily as well. Ah, so we finally, Lions for you, Mike. What do you think about the Lions? Yeah, we finally disagree. Uh, I thought the Lions actually played some very competitive games last year under uh, Dan Campbell. He uh, he seems to be the right coach for Detroit. Like that uh, after his opening interview, everyone thought he was like crazy, but his team seems to follow him. So he had near he they almost beat the Ravens last year. They 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 had some ridiculous losses on last minute plays and I think those breaks will actually shift I think they will squeak out seven wins I think I have them going seven and ten uh because they'll beat uh Seahawks Miami I think they're going to upset the Cowboys because hmm. I think the Cowboys will overlook them and the Cowboys tend to play down to their competition I think they'll beat the Giants the Jags the Jets and I have them potentially beating the Patriots as well. That's where I get my seven wins. Cause I think they, uh, they've got sneaky talent on their team and they have like, they play hard for coach Campbell and that's what I'm banking on. So you think the so. over six and a half for lions? <laughs> yes. Okay. What are you laughing at Dave? I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> I was just wondering if you stopped by the dispensary on the just before you went on this podcast. <laughs> it's not open yet, so yeah. it's later in the day for Mike. Right. So okay, so um, you took the over six and a half, restating that because I cannot believe you took the over six and a half. I am solid. This is probably one of the better picks I've looked at for all of NFL is for the Detroit Lions to be under six and a half. They won three games last year. I don't think they know how to win. And you said they play competitive games. I don't know if that actually happened or not. I'll, I'll take your word for it. But I don't think they were playing much in the way of competitive football. They did nothing in the in the in the postseason, uh, in the offseason. They didn't didn't really add anything. They still have Goff under center, and you know he's not. You know I don't know. He's not going to have a breakout year or anything. They won three games last year, and this this thing is going to they're going to double their wins uh, from last year to this year without making any moves. I just don't see it happening at all. And their schedule, I don't think is that easy. So I'm way under, I think I, I had them at like four or five games winning. Uh, and so I disagree with you, Mike. <laughs> I, uh, I actually have them winning double their games plus one, just so we're clear. Uh, good, good for you. And congratulations on your pick. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. Okay, so that's that's our take on the Lions. Uh, not a lot of, even at seven games winning, not a lot of expectations out of the Lions for uh, this year. But the Packers are a different story, right, Dave? What do you think about them? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, I have them at 11 wins right now um, as the over-under. I think they have an easier schedule. Aaron does a discount double check on the, uh, on the uh, conference again. Uh, I have them over the 11 wins. I, I actually counted up about 12 wins for them. Uh, they have some goofy games. Uh, they do have, they play the Giants in London, which I think is a gimme. Um, they play Tennessee on Thursday night. I think Tennessee's going to suck this year. And then they, th their big game is going to be against the Rams on Monday night on December 19th. I think that's going to be a great game to watch. But I don't think they need to win that game in order to get over the 11. 
So oh, good. So you're you're over uh, over eleven for the Packers, Mike. Do you agree? Uh, I do. Um, I think looking at the uh, Packers schedule for a team that uh, that actually won the division last year, they have some pretty easy games. Um, they play the Jets, the Giants. Um, I think they'll beat the Patriots, uh, Titans. Uh, I haven't beaten the Bears twice. I think they'll beat Miami. Um, I do haven't beaten the Lions twice, but I just they don't need the Lions don't need to win those games to go over. So I had them at 12 wins, which is one over, and then I had three maybes. I only had three losses for them, uh, which was uh, Bucks, Bills, and Rams. So, yeah, I think Green, uh, I think Green Bay uh, and Aaron Rodgers do come over and they win the division. But uh, I don't think though. The only question mark is that they did lose a lot of their receiving core, mm-hmm. and they they. But I think Aaron, he's just gonna be good. So it's a weak division. So I think they'll go over and win the division. They do give up a lot of points. Their defense. Um, so if you're good, if you're looking at anything, watch their overs this year. Yeah. I mean, you look at their games, there's a lot of games that they gave up 34, 28, 30, 30, 22, 37. Um, you know, they did hold, they held Seattle the zero points. Who gives a shit about that? Um, right. Seattle's going to suck again this year. Um, but I mean, it is, they give up some points. So I would watch early on and often the overs on the Green Bay games. Yeah, I like I like that too, Dave. Um, so I'm with you guys. I am with uh, the over. Not much more to add that's already been said, except that Aaron has brought his team into 13 wins in the past three seasons consecutively. Like, I think yeah. that that means something, right? There's some momentum there. It's a winning culture. I did do think they have to be concerned about their weapons that he has now uh, for the receiving core. But they made some moves for to pick up a better defense in in the offseason. So uh, I, I do think that uh, they're going to come out again strong. I think they know how to win games. I think Aaron is is one of the best, and he's going to continue to be strong this year. So eleven is a pretty easy pick. I like the over as well. So we agree the over of eleven for the Packers. That brings us to the Minnesota Vikings, Dave. I have them at nine. What do you think? Uh, let's see, Minnesota, they, this is the one case where a new coach will actually help. Um, you know, they, they were 8-9 and nine last year. I think they they make the steps in order to move up. Um, Kirk Cousins, honestly, is not a bad quarterback. You look at his stats from last year, uh, he had 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. I'll take that all day long. And I thought I think they got stronger as the year went on, plus the fact that Dalvin Cook, this is the funniest damn thing I've ever heard. Dalvin Cook believes switching to number four this season will make him a better player. Mentally, I'm better in that number, he said. You're going to see a version of me that you've never seen before. So, I gotta go with the over there. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Well, oh, now, so knowing, knowing the Dalvin Cook information, maybe I'll switch it up here a little bit. <laughs> no, I had, I had them at the over as well. Uh, I think they're a, a much improved team. Uh, I think they are. I think they are going to make playoffs this year. Um, I got them again beating the Lions twice, but they don't need those two to get over seven. I got them beating the Bears, Saints, um, Miami, the Cardinals, Jets, Giants, and Eagles. 
which gets them over the nine mark. Uh, only three losses I really had for them were uh, the uh, Packers, the Bills, and the Cardinals. But I do have them actually beating the Packers once, or potentially beating the Packers once, because that'll always be a good game. It's a rivalry. So I see them going over nine. We are in agreement once again. I do think that the Vikings are going to go over nine as well. Um, they went eight and nine last year, and they had a ton of problems. You know, they had a lot of things going on that didn't go in their favor. Um, they look healthier. They look stronger. They picked up some people. They got Cousins, who's looking not bad. I think they're going to be better than expected this year. Uh, and I, but the only downside I have to add to our conversation is when I looked at their schedules between the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings – I thought the Vikings had probably the toughest schedule out of everybody out there, even tougher than the Packers. So, and that's why I was a little hesitant, like uh, just a couple games could go one way or another, but I do think they get to the, to the nine mark at least uh, based off everything you said, Mike, all the games that you think they're going to win. I, I pretty much agree with, with all of that. They're going to be better than expected. Uh, as long as they stay healthy, I take the over for the Vikings. Uh, but that being said, so we were pretty much in agreement on how the uh, NFC North looks. Who do you think, Dave, is going to win the division? Um, Green Bay. Green Bay wins the division. Mike? Uh, Green Bay as well. They always win the division. <laughs> they, they always give it to them now. Like, okay, fine, here, just right. get the division right. win. I, yeah. In fact, I can't remember the last time they lost the division, which is not good. I mean, they went from, I mean, they've had 30 years, basically, of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They literally went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. So I don't even remember the last time they didn't have a good quarterback. Who was before Favre? I can't even remember. Was there a time before Favre? Probably not. (laughs) He retired yet? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I agree, guys. I am Green Bay as well, but I think the Vikings are up and coming. And maybe this year is not the year they take on the Packers, and maybe the next year. But I think this year the Green Bay is gonna gonna win the division. So that wraps up NFC North. Let's move on to the Dirty South. Uh, so let's starting with the the South, Dave. Um, I have the Falcons at four and a half. What do you think they're gonna do this year? Um, I don't think they're gonna be a good team. Um, I don't think Mariota is the the solution for them. But I do have them going over the five, four and a half games. I have them winning about five games, and here's the reasons why. They're going to realize that Marietta is not their future. They're going to they're going to put in my boy Des Ritter, and they're oh, from uh, the University of Cincinnati. He is going to take over halfway through the season and get them to that five win season that they're going to be so proud of. How do you like them apples? <laughs> uh, I think Dave hit my dispensary. Uh, <laughs> he's always a homer for Cincinnati, so uh, I do not see. Atlanta actually getting over four and a half at all. I have them with two wins, the Bears and Seahawks, and the rest are, there's a bunch of maybes. Atlanta is the worst team in the league, or in this division, by far. Uh, They got rid of Matty Ice, which I know is Jeff's favorite quarterback. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) Matty Ice. yeah, they, they're basically in full rebuild mode. And, uh, yeah, and unless Mariotti gets hurt, I don't think they're going to switch it up. They'll probably keep uh, the Cincy guy on the bench for a little bit just so he can learn and realize it's not Cincinnati. <laughs> That's so mean. 
But yeah, I I can't see them winning five games, so I got them under. Okay, so you took the under, Dave took the over. I will split it with taking the over for the Falcons. I think they're rebuilding, but they also won seven games last year. They won seven, right? They did with, with Matty Ice. Right. And now they, they I, I do agree with, with Dave, uh, with uh, Mariota starting, failing, and then moving to the Riddler, as I like to call him. Oh. Uh, but the move to him quickly um, after a couple of their early losses, you know, I, I think their defense has improved also. If you look at who they picked up and what they were able to do last year, too, it to, for me, with uh, with weaker quarterbacks and a strong defense, you're looking at maybe possibly betting a lot of unders for the Falcons more than expected. The games are going to be uh, tight, and hopefully they sneak out a few, which I think they will looking at their schedule, which puts me at them about five or six wins, which is over their four-and-a-half prediction. So I'll stick with my over for the Falcons. I think he should just be called the Riddler. It's a much cooler name than Ritter, but whatever. <laughs> okay, Dave, we're on to Carolina, which I'm sure you have something to say about their prediction of six and a half game wins. That's another ugly team. I, you know, I, <laughs> the, the addition of Baker Mayfield onto the team, I think, I, I think he'll be fine this year. I think he'll actually end up winning the starting job. The problem is, is that he is going to get the shit beat out of him by the Browns in the first, um, not the Browns offense, luckily. Browns defense is all the crap and all the just marketing BS and his division in the locker room, which, you know, you've heard a lot about uh, recently here with his exit. I think the defense is going to look at this and say, now's my time to go out and beat the crap out of this guy. So um, with that, the other question is, is when is Christian McCaffrey going to get hurt? Um I don't know what the over-under is on that, but it's typically about five and a half, six games. Um, so <laughs> I do have them going under. Um, their backup running back averaged negative 0.73 yards. Mm. Wow. That's that's not good. So if you're relying upon Baker throwing the ball, He's we've seen it. Yeah. Yes. You know what's funny? I think all of us actually are better than that backup running back. We are. We're not even trying. We're better. Right. I am averaging zero, <laughs> which is an improvement. I like this. So, Dave, you are under six and a half for Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike, yes. what do you think? Uh, I actually have them going over. Um, uh, it's funny. Every time you try to put a little doubt on Baker, he seems to come through, and I actually think he's going to beat the Browns week one, especially with uh, Jacoby Brissett and all the protests that's probably going to be around him. Baker making his debut at home, which helps. Um, and Cleveland hasn't won an opening game in years. I think they it's do. They are due. We've <laughs> been saying that for years. <laughs> um, I got him actually beating the Browns. Uh, and and Baker getting the spotlight there. Uh, the Giants, the Saints, I got them beating the Falcons twice, the Seahawks, and the Lions, which gives them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. So I went over. I don't think they're going to be a good team by any means, but I think they at least get the seven, and that would be enough to win my bet. Okay, you like the over for Carolina Panthers. I am on the side of under, and I'm pretty strong on the Panthers being under six and a half. I think that uh, given their schedule, so they have uh, Browns, Giants, uh, Saints, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams, and Buccaneers. 
So I think out of their opening, out of the gate, they're probably one in one in six, maybe two and five. And somewhere in there, the coach gets fired because we all know he's going to get fired here eventually anyways, right? So it's either after they lose to the Browns or after they lose to the, to the Saints and then Cardinals, somewhere around there, he's getting canned, which is going to cause more turmoil for the team. I think only relying on Baker to throw the ball is a mistake. Um, we barely made it work with the running backs and running crew they had here in, in Cleveland. And uh, that was a big benefit for him. Without that support, he's probably going to get lit up. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think he's a decent quarterback, but I think that he's going to have some trouble putting together um, a solid offense here. They only won five games last year, 5-12. And with the, again, with the, the coach getting going to get fired very soon, Baker coming in and that very tough start to their schedule, I don't think they get over six and a, six and a half this year so. I'm going with the under for the Carolina Panthers. Good luck, Baker Mayfield. Okay. So here we are now talking about the, the real teams. <laughs> Let's talk about the Saints. Dave, what do you think? I have them at uh, eight and a half. What uh, What do you think? I see seven sure wins uh, in their season. They got a, These guys got a really weird schedule too. They play London, Minnesota, and London. Yeah. Uh, they got a Thursday night against Arizona. They got a Monday night against Baltimore. They got a Monday night against Tampa Bay. And then they have a Saturday night against Cleveland. They have the, one of the goofiest schedules, I think, in the NFL. Putting that aside, I still have them winning seven wins. I think they could eke out two more. Um, so I have them going over. Man. Saints over. Uh, Mike, based on your man, I assume that you're thinking something else. I got I got them under. Uh, I only saw three wins for them to start. Falcons, Panthers, and the Seahawks. But everything else, I just don't know what you're going to get out of New Orleans. Uh, I don't like their quarterback, uh, or they believe is Winston. Uh, I don't, I think they have a harder schedule, and it's a goofy schedule. So they're not going to be able to get into a rhythm, and we know that when you have a shaky quarterback trying to keep things at least stable. I mean, Winston's the only quarterback with 30 interceptions along with 30 touchdowns. Never happened. So he's either going to throw for a ton of touchdowns, throw for a ton of picks, and they realized we have to give him LASIK. So the quarterback couldn't see. And that was like, that's basically the plot line of Major League. We're like, oh, seeing's the most important part. And I'm like, Jesus, how do you not, I mean, how do you, how do you not do that as a quarterback? So, so I, I just, I just don't see it happening. And Winston's coming off an injury. So I just don't see them as a good team. They have no expectations. I think they're going to be starting to rebuild and uh, which New Orleans yeah. should be used to. Oh, is that bad? Is that too soon? Ooh. Too Jeez. soon. That's too, too soon. soon. All right. So we're gonna so get a yeah, flood got... of comments, Mike. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the levee's really gonna break on <laughs> Oh no. Oh boy, yeah. We just don't want to be underwater with all that work. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and we're going to hell. Okay. I'll pass it over to you, Jeff. <laughs> okay, well, uh well, since we're going to hell anyways, I, I'm taking the over here, uh, Mike, just to completely disagree with you. We are we seem to be at odds on most of the picks, so we should make a lot of friendly bets here. Um, yeah. I, you know, the way I looked at last year, they went nine and eight, and they only had Winston for half the season. And right. they had no wide receivers. Now they added three more wide receivers and Landry's part of them. So like they're he's gonna have a lot of offensive weapons and their defense improved. 
I mean, I think they are probably poised to be much better than expected this year, as long as Winston stays healthy and can can actually see. Um, some of those things are important uh, to 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 win some games. So I think they improve their defense. I believe they improve their their uh, wide receiver core. And uh, based on what they were able to do without Winston for most of last year, I think they sail over the eight and a half. I can understand that they're going to have some tough games. Uh, they're going to have to pull out some wins, but I was confident they got the they got the talent. They got the ability. They got the drive. Whatever. I think they go over eight and a half. Yeah, they added uh, Chris Alave too. Their defense is pretty strong, so uh, they the they let up the third least amount of points on average per game. So uh, that's why I felt confident in New Orleans as well. Good, good, good. So I don't feel confident at all. <laughs> all right. Well, you're never allowed in Louisiana yeah, again. So whatsoever. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, he'll get yeah he'll get pissed on. <laughs> I did already. What? Jeez. That's a long story for another podcast, I guess. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh yeah, the Golden Shower podcast will be working on <laughs> no. All right, so uh to, to move away from that. Oh, wait, let, wait, no, I gotta clear it up now. No, you don't. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, you do. no, no, no. Yeah, I would go. Oh god. So we went to go get beignets at uh Cafe du Monde. And it was at night, and there was this lady who was basically homeless. And I was walking by her, and I looked down, and there was a puddle going. And I looked up, and we caught eyes on accident. She got <laughs> scared and got up in the middle of her trying to finish her business, and I got sprayed. And I'm like, I literally got pissed on in New Orleans. So maybe that's why... I have a hatred of New Orleans all of a sudden. So I got my beignets afterwards, but I didn't feel very good about it. And I haven't heard the end of it since. So yes, when you get peed on in the city, you go against their football team. That's just the general rule. <laughs> Maybe she thought you got bit by a jellyfish. <laughs> She's trying to save your life. She's very helpful. That's kind. Jellyfish! Okay, well, thank you for that diversion. There is uh, no golden shower involved. So I okay. just want to clear my name. Well, whatever goes in New Orleans, I don't know. So <laughs> we have uh, one more team to wrap up this uh, South Division. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which probably has a lot here going on that we need to discuss. So I have them at 11 and a half for the total wins. Dave, what did you think about that? Uh, it's a great quarterback, weak schedule. Uh, they added on to the team. As long as you have Brady as your quarterback, I think you can roll. If you look at their schedule, I, I, they're at Dallas. I think that's going to be their first big test, and they might lose that game, but that's okay because they got New Orleans. I don't think, I think they'll go and beat Kansas City at home. They got Green Bay at home. They got Atlanta at home, at Pittsburgh, at Carolina, Baltimore, then will be their next tough game. I think they go over the 11 and a half. I think they eke out a couple of these. They got Seattle. They got Cleveland. They got New Orleans. San Francisco, which we think is going to be down. Cincinnati's going to be coming off of the Super Bowl hangover. Um, at Arizona. Carolina again. At Atlanta. Extremely weak schedule. I think it tees them up to go over 11 and a half. Buccaneers over 11 and a half for Dave. Mike, do you agree with that? 
Um, I didn't even look at the schedule. All I know is that it's Tom Brady's last year. He said he was going to play till he was 45 because I believe he sold his soul to the devil and the devil told him <laughs> that you'll be playing till you're 45. <laughs> he tried to retire last year and I think Satan showed up at his door and just went, hey, uh, we got an agreement and now he's back. I believe they just go 17 and 0. I think... Uh, he will throw 300 touchdowns, no interceptions, about 9,000 yards. He will make the playoffs as the number one seed, but he will forfeit that bye to play an extra playoff game to extend his playoff record of wins. He will also ask Belichick to coach all opposing teams he plays against so he can beat Belichick four or five times in the playoffs. Just so he has that against him, he will win the Super Bowl on a last-second touchdown where he will get hit and paralyzed, fulfilling his contract with the devil. <laughs> we get that on a prop bet? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get some odds? <laughs> okay, wow. so that's fantastic. Uh, so I think, I think you're taking the over is what you said? No, I'm going under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's fantastic, Mike. Thank oh. you. Thank you. So I, I literally cannot even touch anything. I'm just going to slowly walk away out of the room and say, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go over 11 and a half. I think um, they, well, they won 11 in 2020, won 13, 2021. Arguably, they may even be a better team now. They're going to be one of the best teams in the NFL um, overall. So, and it's it's everything you said about Brady and signing contracts with the Devils. So, I think it's a pretty easy uh, expectation that they're going to soar over 11 and a half. I wouldn't even be, I'd be surprised if that line moves as we get closer to the season. Um, move up a little bit. So we are in agreement that Tampa Bay is going to be a force to reckon with, and we may need a young priest and an old priest <laughs> to deal with that. All right, so that wraps up. So I, I'm not even going to say it because who, who do you guys think is going to win the NFC South? Falcons! No, I'm pretty sure, right. I'm pretty sure we're all solid that the Tampa Brady Buccaneers are going to win. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a pretty easy one. In fact, I don't even know the odds on it, but it they they might even be a negative odds to win the uh, division. Is that correct, Dave? Ooh, give me 30 seconds and I'll let you know. Yeah, well, he's looking that up. I, I do think Saints are I, – I had more faith in the Saints. <laughs> no. Feels weird to say that. I had more faith in the Saints uh, than, than you did, Mike. But, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to have much trouble in the division. What do you, what, what do you see for the numbers, Dave? Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> Compliance. Tampa Bay, is, Tampa Bay is minus 350 to win in the division. Wow. That's yeah. a big minus to win a division. Some, some people mm-hmm. some people are agreeing with our perspective on this. Yes. Yes. So. Okay. So that wraps up NFC North and South. Wraps up all the NFL predictions for all the teams. Please go back and check out the previous episodes if you want to learn more about our analysis and commentary on the other divisions. Um, I think overall, uh, maybe we can discuss uh, total picks for the entire NFL and maybe do some discussion on that as we get a little closer, but at least go back and hear what we thought for the predictions per uh, division and for each conference in those previous episodes when you get a chance. Uh, News-wise, 
I don't know how much more you guys uh, we want to go through. We had, of course, the um, the appeal from the NFL for uh, Bubba Watson. No, not Bubba Watson. Uh, Deshaun. Yeah, that's it. I call him Bubba when we hang out. <laughs> so we have that issue Which going on. We also had the, we also had the sad news about that uh, WNBA player getting sentenced to nine and a half years in a Russian gulag. Uh, oh. that just happened today as well. Hot off the oh. presses. Yes. Well, there's also a lot of sad news in the sports world this week. Uh, Bill Russell died and Vin Scully died. Two legends uh, that you'll never see those type of players or announcers again. Uh, also found out that Tiger Woods turned down eight or seven or eight hundred million dollars to join the Live Tour, which makes him more faithful to the PGA than his wife. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's good. Wow, they gave her nine and a half years. Jeez. Because she already served six months. It was a 10 year sentence. Wow. Yeah. Just for some, I think it was, uh, was it oils? I thought it was yeah. oils. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like a, a bag of hashish going across the border. It was, right. I, I didn't realize there, they were so, uh, uh, th- those policies on such drugs were so strong in 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 Russia, or if there's making a statement. But I, I would like to think that uh, there's some channels that she can still go through with the U.S. Embassy and getting some support to help her through that. Uh, I think it's unfortunate. It's sad. It's bad for WNBNA. It's bad for people traveling anywhere in the world who now are scared they're going to be thrown into prison if they accidentally left something in their bag that was legal somewhere else. I know we all have to be careful. But I mean, come on, she's not like she was selling it or like, you know, injecting kids as they walked by. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something egregious like that uh, for 10 years. I mean, that's that's her whole career. So, well, we all know it was a fair trial. Right. Quotes. I think it's just a publicity thing. Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good downer to let and done. But back to Woods, though. <laughs> Turning, can you imagine what, what do you do when you turn down $700 million? Like, like I'm going to Sizzla. Like, what do you do? Uh, right. Like, first of all, I've never been offered $700 million, so I don't know how I would react, but I'm guessing my reaction would be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for anything. Yeah. Right. right. I think that's my price. I might even get peed on again. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, but realistically, I guess from his perspective, he has so much money. Um, it doesn't, it's not going to change his life. You know, right. it would kind of right. change our lives. Even if we collectively split it, it would change our lives significantly. But oh, what if he builds one more Scrooge McDuck vault? Like what else would he do with the money? Right. He already has one. So like, why do you need two? Uh, yeah. I, don't I know. guess. Yeah. I think he's more thinking his legacy and he's yes. got enough money. He does. He does. But considering he's not even performing well, it's 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 really just the brand. It's really just Tiger being associated with it for the for that kind of recognition, and for them to be willing to pay that amount just for that is well. Back to our conversations last week of how they just have an obscene amount of money that obviously grows on some kind of tree in Saudi Arabia. Oh no, I'm sorry, it grows in the ground in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. Uh, where they can they can develop uh, the the kind of funds and resources available to to build this this league up with just throwing insane amount of cash around. Right. Oh wait, do we maybe want to just going across the news on uh, Fox Sports One right now? Uh, we might want to think about our Packers over under. Uh, 
Basically, Aaron Rodgers just said his open use of psychedelics helped him unconditionally love himself and prepare himself for the season. So our quarterback is on drugs. Ah, I think he overlooks even better. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you saw that video of him walking into camp? I oh, mean, yeah. Come on. He, he just Get your leaving. hands off the bunny. You know, come on. <laughs> Oh well, that's not going to move my prediction for the Packers. I think he could be, he could be blasted and still perform better than most of the QBs in the league. Probably. Oh well, he probably has been. So good for him. Good times. All right, gentlemen. Anything else for uh, parting threats before we wrap this up? Uh, hey, watch out! Premier League is starting to warm up right now, so. Uh... I'm doing a fantasy draft, believe it or not, for Premier League Soccer this Friday. Uh, So we'll see how that comes out. And, um, you know, looking forward to the next season. Excellent. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, this has been a phenomenal special Thursday edition of You Bet. Love the discussion on on the NFL. I think we have some solid MLB picks. Uh, Good luck on on those who take them. And... uh, Let's uh, finish here with, if you like this, if you want to hear more, please download and subscribe. Share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And also follow the great commentary that we've been having going going on lately on Twitter at YouBet underscore podcast. Thank you for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor and good luck on all of your picks. Thanks, everybody. Take care. See ya. Peace.